Hello, welcome back to the Mind Health School podcast. So today we have a very special guest. I'm not going to go into a huge introduction because I feel like your introduction will be so much better, but welcome Dr. Cody. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. So happy to have you here. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I am a chiropractor here in Sydney, Australia. Um, I've been out in Australia for now 12 years. Uh, I'm originally from the US. I uh, grew up on a small farm in Minnesota, did all my education over there, then came out here. And I guess um, probably why I'm probably uh, well known, I suppose, is uh, if you've seen any of my TikTok or Instagram <laughs> videos, uh, you'll see me uh, cracking all my patients. Um, and yeah, so I've been very fortunate and, and, and have amassed quite a, a big following. I think there's around 250,000 on Instagram and um, just shy of 2.8 million on TikTok at the moment. Wow. So, yeah. TikTok star in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a very entertaining conversation about Dr. Cody's crack addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and I got very misled with what that terminology <laughs> meant. Um, so you... <laughs> And do you want to just share your Instagram handle so people can go and search? Yeah, so my Instagram and TikTok are both uh, Dr. Cody underscore DC, so D R C O D Y underscore DC. Uh, and yes, I am a crack addict, but not <laughs> in the drug sense. Uh, it's chiropractic crack. Uh, so <laughs> just to make sure everyone is aware of that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, we can talk about that. And you were like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a drug addiction, but it's okay. Um, you know, I get it. But I, I should have maybe prefaced that with chiropractic crack addiction. There we go. <laughs> um, amazing. So um, I was really drawn to your Instagram because, so what Dr. Cody does just for the benefit of our listeners he attaches a microphone and basically cracks people's bones and it is very therapeutic to watch mm. and I also imagine being one of your patients is very therapeutic. Um, I'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like we've got a very mutual ground in that we both have clients who come to us with a health maybe issue or something going wrong, some sort of issue internally and they yep. um, want to leave feeling much better and more themselves. Yep. Um, so I'm super interested to know, why do people come to you and how do you help them? Yeah, I mean, as a chiropractor, we you know get a lot of different patients that come in with different ailments. Usually there's pain. Mm -hmm. So there's pain in their low back, there's pain in their big toe, there's pain in their neck, there's pain in their shoulder. There's, Usually pain is a good driving force to get them firstly in the door to see me. Uh, but some people come in and there's other things going on. Um, or, you know, they, they've had an injury or they've, you know, have this weird tingling sensation somewhere. Or, or another time people just come in and they just feel generally off. Like they just don't feel aligned. Um, and that's then when they come to me for help whether they've seen someone else for some of those ailments as well, sometimes not, sometimes, you know, they've seen everyone else besides yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. 
So when you say everyone else, can you give us a bit of an idea in terms of what kind of treatments they may have experienced before they came to you? Yeah, so I mean, and it's, and it's literally everything under the sun. Some people will have seen physios, some people other chiropractors or osteos, or they massage, or they tried dry needling, or they went and saw their GP and went down that road, or they talked to an orthopedic surgeon, or they've talked to, is yeah. a whole slew of other practitioners. Because ultimately, if you are talking to your friends or family and they, you know, you, it brings up, hey, I've got this thing in my low back. Ultimately, everyone that you talk to will have someone that they will say, I've got a guy for you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I've got someone that I see because then they talk about their issue and they say, oh, I've had this low back <laughs> pain before. So ultimately, everyone has someone. Um, it's just a matter of finding the right fit, I think, for you at that particular time. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I suppose you're so right with that, you know, people do do that all the time, right? Mm. You know, I've got that issue and I know someone who yeah. can fix it for you, but everyone's totally different. Yeah. And genuinely, really those people want to help you, right? That's why they're making those recommendations, which is, yeah. which is great. A true friend will point you in the right direction. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, just before we started to record, we had a conversation about your new branding, Stantor. Mm. And I would love for you to share a little bit about that because um, so with Mind Health School, what we do is we really focus on mental and emotional health. And I feel like your messaging behind Stantor is really mm. in alignment with what we do as well. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, so you're actually the first person I've officially on the record talked about this. Um, yeah, so you get to be the first. This is the first time it's heard right here. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of diving into the first, uh, we'll call it influencer merchandise for lack of a better term. Um, but really what it is, is it's, it's messaging. And I want people, to, so it's more than just wearing a t-shirt with stand tall and my name on it, mm -hmm. right? So the message stand tall not only comes from kind of the chiropractic thing where, you know, have good posture and that's better for your spinal health and well-being and all that kind of good mm -hmm. stuff. So we all know that. But the flip side of stand tall is, you know, I really want people just like I have is to found, like find your passion and what, what your true love is and share it with everyone, share it with the world and stand tall on your own two feet and say, hey, I'm Dr. Cody and I love cracking people. I love, I love helping people with my crack addiction. <laughs> um, and, and I think it's really amazing how different people are and how I wish that everyone would stand tall and say, hey, this is who I am and share it with the world. Yeah. It's, and like I say on, on the website that's going to be released and where you can get, where you can get all of these things. Um, so that'll be uh, drcody.shop. Um, but what it is, is it's, it's, it's a way of life. Standing tall should be what yes. everyone does all the time. Absolutely. Um, and we have to help each other do that. You know, no more of this. Well, you're, you've been in Australia now for three and a half years. So you understand kind of tall poppy syndrome, right? Yeah. It's enough of this tall poppy syndrome bullshit mm -hmm. and we need to help each other. Mm -hmm. So all of us grow yeah. taller and better together. Uh -huh. And that's what standing tall means. 
I absolutely love that and the messaging behind the branding and having the the words on the t-shirts and, and on the jumpers and I think that it's such a strong message and one mm. that I'm really passionate about too because I genuinely believe that we're not taught how to excel we're not taught how to For find sure. our purpose and how to be stand out from the crowd because and you grew up in the US I grew up in the UK and again quite similar scenarios where you were from a small town I lived in a small village and it was always how do you fit in how do you be like mm. everyone else and um, going through like the education system just reminds me so much of a conveyor belt and you just like popped out at the end mm. and it's like okay the world now and then you just pushed out and then yep. left to figure it out yourself and I work with all different age groups all different types of people and it doesn't matter whether you're in your 20s in your 30s in your 60s there's so many people who've still got no idea who they mm. are and yeah. what their purpose is and what they're doing on this planet and I think that your messaging behind that brand is incredibly strong. Mm. But I would love to hear a little bit more about how you found maybe your purpose and how you've got into this world and how you help people. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, right? So I think a lot of times in life, people get presented with opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I think that these opportunities happen for you. I think they're handpicked. I think, I, I don't know, which, whatever you believe in, whatever, whatever is the master puppeteer, <laughs> whatever is out there presents these opportunities for you. And it is your responsibility to recognize it and go, hmm, should, should, I, should I go down that path? Should I, should I just try it? Yeah. And in my life entirely even since a very uh, since you know since i was a kid since a very very little i've had amazing people with amazing opportunities help me along the way and 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 and, and encourage me and help me to find what my strengths are and and to help is to help each other and you know becoming a chiropractor i truly believe is what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, I didn't always think that I was gonna be a chiropractor. You know, when I was a kid, I thought I was gonna be a cop. You know, and then it changed into, oh, maybe I'll be a marine biologist. I think every kid goes through that, but I love science. And then it turned into, oh, maybe I'm gonna go into medicine, I'm gonna be a cardiovascular surgeon. Yeah. And then it kind of started to morph a little bit more into, oh, maybe pharmacology. And then it turned into, oh, maybe not a normal pharmacist, maybe more of a holistic pharmacist. Yeah. And then it changed into chiropractic and it just presented itself. And I was like, well, what do I have to lose? I might just as well try it. Mm -hmm. If I hate it, just do something else. Um, but it's, it's truly presented itself. And I went, okay, why not? Yeah. And just like moving here to Australia, like that was a quite a big leap, but those are the kind of risks that you weigh in and take and go, you know what, what do I have to lose? Mm -hmm. And it may be a bit scary at the time, but I think when you look back on it, you couldn't imagine it any other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That's really interesting. I'm so glad we got into that subject because I think that it's, you mentioned that you had thought about all of these other things and maybe tried and, and maybe dipped your toe into these different mm. areas and then landed in, in chiropractic. 
Chiropractor, is that the correct word? <laughs> no. Uh, sure it is. Chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the plur- what's the doing word of chiropractor? Chiropractic. <laughs> but chiropractic is kind of a, it is always funny. Like I've heard everything, chiropractory. I've heard of everything. It's quite funny. Chiropractic. <laughs> Add it to the dictionary. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like people don't, it don't understand what it means to find their purpose. Mm. So everyone is searching and searching and searching. But how did you know when you landed this opportunity, as you explained it, how did you know that this was right for you? Mm. The first time in methods class that I gave Andrea Molson an adjustment, the first one, it was a C5 on the right. <laughs> I said, I can, I can remember it plain as day. Um, and so, I mean, the supervisor was there and I was like, okay, right. I'm going to give this adjustment. I felt this, I palpated, I felt this, this is what's going on. And then you go through the whole spiel of, okay, I'm going to make a, you know, a a dip contact, reinforced contact onto the articulate pillar. And I went through it and then you're going to do lateral flexion and flexion. And then it's going to be a thrust in this direction. And I'm going to make sure that my wrist is nice and straight. I'm going to do all these things. And finally the instructor was like, Cody, just give the adjustment, just give it. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, here goes nothing. I'm either gonna fall flat on my face and suck at this, or something amazing is gonna happen. And so I did it. I had the intention, I was focused. I gave the adjustment, it cracked so nice and loud. (laughs) I got excited, I like dropped her head and started celebrating. Um, But ever since then, everything felt right. It felt like it was supposed to. Nothing ever felt forced. It Mm -hmm. never felt unnatural. It never, like, it's like the first time I discovered my superpower. And then from there on, it was all about honing that skill. Yeah. Even further. And I mean, every single time I'd see my family or friends, I'd hug them and then I'd run my hands down their spine just to feel. Yeah. And that's what I, I mean, I still do that. <laughs> I'm sure that I love that that's yeah. something that you have because it, I know if I was a family member and I was seeing you, I'd be like, crack my back. Everyone says that. <laughs> yep, everyone. So what I just picked up from hearing you explain your journey, <clears throat> when you realized your superpower as you describe it, was there any thought process at all, maybe even in the first year, that you was going to create something called Stand Tall, which is going to be about creating people's purposes? Never. Never in a million years. <clears throat> yeah. I never thought that that was going to be a thing, yeah. right? And again, later now, it's presented itself. And I would never, <clears throat> I would never even have thought about Stand Tall if I wouldn't have three million followers. Yeah. If I, if that, if that opportunity didn't present, present itself, yeah. if I didn't ride the wave and do that, if, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wasn't posting these videos. Yeah. I mean, there's so many what ifs. Oh, if this would have changed a little bit, you know, call it destiny or fate or whatever it is yeah. or purpose or I don't know. I don't really feel like I need to explain it. It just, it just, it is. Yeah. And I think it's amazing that my sole purpose in life is to help as many people as I can. And if this is one way I can do it, I'm gonna do that. And if cracking people in in my room, 
if, if that's one way to do it, I'm going to do that too. And if it's talking on here, hopefully we get through a bunch of people where they're like, yeah, I get this. Mm -hmm. And it helps them. Great. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and if you live true to yourself and your purpose, everything falls under that umbrella and everything you do will exude that. I love that so much. And I think the, the huge lesson there is that you, like you said, there was an opportunity and you found your superpower, mm -hmm. but from exploring that and trusting the process and going all in and like you said, honing mm -hmm. your skill, off the back of that, you've now found an, mm -hmm. essentially another passion, another purpose, which mm -hmm. is helping other people. Yeah. So for me, the, t the takeaway from that is that for our listeners, anybody who's listening, who feels like they still don't know what their purpose is, you're, wherever you are right now and whatever you're doing and whatever's consuming your time right now is really just a vehicle to get you to another destination yeah. and then you and then it's just going to continue like that and I speak to people all the time who you know they don't know who they are they don't know what their purpose is and they don't think yeah. they have one but it's really not somewhere where you just arrive and it's and it's like okay here I am because it just yeah. unfolds right yep and it just happens and you have to kind of let it happen. You yeah. have to, and I mean, you're talking to a person that's a perfectionist <laughs> and highly impatient, <laughs> but I've learned through the years that you just have to let it be, yeah. let it, let it sit there and simmer for a while mm -hmm. and work itself out. And sometimes the best thing to do is to actually take a step away from it for a little bit. Sure. And just let it just let it do its thing, mm -hmm. and, and then return to it with a little See bit more clarity. Yeah. yeah, I would argue that you are quite patient because <laughs> <laughs> previous to us pressing record, we <laughs> had to wait it out a little bit, and you was very yeah. patient. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> in certain things, I'm probably patient. Maybe that's a better <laughs> a better way of putting it. Yeah, it, it's, uh, and I th I, f I feel like a a lot of people do force things. And sometimes yes, you're forcing so a square peg in a round hole, Absolutely. literally, and you just kind of have to go, okay, maybe yeah. this, and hey, listen, I've failed numerous times as well. I've done some things where I was like, wow, that didn't really work out to plan, but yeah. oh well, but it's a great learning experience. Absolutely. And now the next, you can take that lesson in the next thing that you do, mm -hmm. and the next thing, and yeah. the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, exactly. and keep changing and evolving. I love that so much. I'm so glad we came onto this topic because people are so scared of failure. Mm. And I love that you've just openly said that you've failed, but it was not a negative experience because of all your learning opportunities. Yeah. People are so scared to yeah. fail. And I think that it's that largely comes down to the fact that our parents' generations were taught, do not fail, mm. you cannot fail. And yep. that's just got passed down and passed down. Yep. So... <clears throat> failure really is a learning opportunity and if we can go through failures and take those things and implement them and do better from that there's really nothing negative to 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 take from it right, right. that's right just lessons yeah and that's all it is and you know part of part of me talking with you and these kind of things is putting this information out there because ultimately it's ridiculous to try to keep reinventing the wheel. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for people to keep making the sure. same mistakes over and over and over again, well, maybe I'll make their lives a little bit easier by sharing some of this content mm -hmm. or sharing some of the lessons that I've learned. Now, there's probably, you know, a bunch of millennials out there being like, 
oh, here's another, we'll say 30-something-year-old guy <laughs> standing up here, Dr. Cody, all he does is really cracks people. You know, it's, it's different now, or how is that going to pertain to what I'm doing now? Yeah. And listen, I've been there. Mm. I've been in those shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been there, done that. And um, I, I, I won't name any names, but I used to work for someone. And their whole thing was, oh, um, I've been doing this for such a long time. Why should then I share all my quote unquote secrets with all these people? Um, Let them figure it out on their own. Mm. And one thing I took away from that job experience was that's exactly what I don't want to be. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that goes, hey, I'm willing to share any bit of knowledge. with If it helps someone, great. If not, that's okay too. Yeah. If you don't have to do it my way, like my way isn't the only way of doing mm-hmm. things. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, you know, interesting. It's that mindset of, um, so the person that you just described who you used to work with, he would be in that mindset of lack and that if I share mm-hmm. this with you, you're going to take from me and there's not enough to go around. And That's we right. all know that, and I speak of this very regularly, that if we're operating from a place of lack and a place of need and a place of, there's not enough to go around. There will never be enough to go around. Very true. And we can switch that immediately by being abundant and by helping yep. people and just exactly what Stance Falls about and helping people yeah. discover, you know, and sharing ideas and sharing um, skills and helping mm. people. Right? For sure. Yeah. I get coaches messaging me all the time and they're in my space and I'm like, sure, let, let's chat because yeah. our clients, you know, they might prefer you. And if that's the case, then they should be with you. That's right. So yeah, I love that. That's great. Good. I'm interested to talk to you about the relationship with our physical health and our emotional health. Mm. So this is something which I've touched on very briefly um, with, on, with my clients and through my channels, but haven't really gone into any medical conversations. Mm. So tell me how that shows up for your clients and um, what you know about that. For sure. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of people will come, come in the clinic and, you know, like I said before, they'll be in pain, they'll be in discomfort, really tight, knotted up muscles. And when you start to ask them, okay, so what have you been doing? Oh, you know, I've been, you know, working long hours and I've been sitting at my desk for 10, 12, 15 hours a day, um, you know, and then, and then it kind of goes into, okay, a little bit stressed. Oh yeah. You know, I'm under the pump right now and stuff, but then I put my hands on their body and you can feel Mm. the knotted up tension that's been exacerbated by that emotional stress that they're going through. And stress shows itself in the body physically. Mm -hmm. The muscles will get tighter. The body will start to kind of contort into these weird positions. It it all has an impact. It's got to go somewhere. And I would say in my practice, 90% of what I see, oh, no, I lied. 80% of what walks through my doors when I see a patient, 80% of it is caused by some form of not physical stress, but emotional stress. Yeah, wow. 
80%, it's the 80-20 rule. Mm. That other 20%, yeah, they probably did something really foolish that they shouldn't have done. They went, you know, to the gym and they were doing really heavy yeah. deadlifts because they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then there was a physical injury to their bodies. And then their bodies have physiologically responded to that. Right. But that emotional response. Wow really shows up all the time. And a lot of times people will say, oh yeah, you know, I've got this going on, I've got this going on, I've got this going on, work stress, life stress, all this kind of stuff. Mm. And I realize it's easier said than done, but a lot of times my advice to them is, well, just don't stress. <laughs> stress is their response to, stress is your response to a stimuli. Mm -hmm. So you've got something going on, you have to then take a step back and go, okay, how am I going to respond to this? Mm -hmm. Sometimes there is good stress yeah. in small doses, but we don't want that to be chronic and long-term because eventually that will start degrading the body yeah. and the mind. Absolutely. That's so interesting to me that you work in physical health, but 80% of your clients show up because they have something that they can't manage with their emotional health, which is mm. then presented as a physical yeah. problem. So it happens interesting. all the time. And I think, it, I, I still think that people who don't really kind of think about this as being an issue, they would think that it's not necessarily true. I remember when I first started to talk about how emotions are stored in your body and people were like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, yeah. it isn't because mm. when you're anxious, you can feel sick. For you sure. know, you can, you can be so stressed that you can give yourself a headache and you can't yep. open your eyes and emotion really does manifest itself in a way where your body will just keep showing you physical signs until you bring awareness yep. to it. And when's the last time that we were taught how to deal with stress? And never. Never. No. Yeah. Unless you actively, like I go and see a psychologist Yeah. because it's so important to offload some of that and mm -hmm. to figure it out. It's also a good learning experience for people mm -hmm. because we weren't taught this in school. No. You know, we weren't, certainly wasn't taught from our parents. Yeah. I mean, maybe some of you it has been, which is great, but Very you know, small percentage. Friends, don't, friends don't do this kind of stuff. We may talk through some issues, but ultimately we're, we don't, we're not given the information to, to work with that or to deal with the stress very well. Yeah. And it, it's unfortunate mm -hmm. because it does have problems somewhere else. Like I think about this all the time and you hear about it is, you know, not to say that cancer is caused by anything emotional because it's, it's not, it's a, it's an uncontrolled growth of cells. Mm -hmm. But certainly if your body is producing huge amounts of cortisol from stress, stress reactions, the body will then adapt in a certain way mm -hmm. or maladapt in a certain way. And I see it. I see cancer eating people away, just like their emotions do. Mm -hmm. Is there a link? Maybe someday we'll be able to figure that out. You know, yeah. from a from a, you know, we'll do we'll be able to do some form of research study and show it. Yeah. Um, but but ultimately, you do see these things, mm -hmm. and it, and it's stress is bad on every single cell of our body, mm -hmm. every single cell. And uh, it, it is so important that we learn how to deal with these things better. Yeah. It's re I, just having this conversation with you is kind of my mind's going like ping, 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 ping. <laughs> because it's really interesting to hear your perspective. And so you work in the reactive space, right? So it's Correct, not necessarily yeah. proactive because 
people won't need you until they need you. Yeah, and then I think a lot of times people transition from that reactive to the proactive. Like maintenance kind of. Yeah, and then, you know, then we talk about like part of my, I've done a degree, it's called a Certified Chiropractic Wellness Practitioner Certification. (laughs) I know CCWP will shorten it. Uh, Dr. James Chestnut is the one who's come up with this. Uh, great chiropractor based out of Canada, and he talks about kind of the the eat well, move well, mm. think well, and I'll add sleep well as well. Um, and all of those kind of work together. So if you're in a genetically congruent lifestyle, so if you're giving your body and your cells every single thing they need, so exercising regularly and doing a routine, then eating properly and making sure that you're getting the proper amount of sleep and mentally that you have a nice clear mind and you're surrounding yourself with great you know relationships and you're doing that that feeds into every cell of the body and your body will exude health and wellness yes and that's so important yeah and certainly the nervous system the brain and the spinal cord and all the nerves afferent and efferent so the nerves that go out to the body and then into the body mm-hmm. your nerves control every single cell organ and tissue in the body so if you've got pressure on that mentally, physically, whatever it is, mm. chemically, all these different things, that will then, that won't allow your body and your mind and, and, and everything to function the way it's supposed to. Right. So why not get rid of all that stress mm-hmm. and start giving the body what it actually genetically needs? Yeah, I cannot wait to listen to this back and just process all of that information. <laughs> just because I was trying to, it, yeah, that was incredible, really yeah. valuable information. So what would you say would be, um, how would, what would you recommend our listeners do to prioritize and really maximize their overall health mm. and, and, and how we can start focusing on health being separate entities and how, you know, the holistic approach. Yeah, and that's, that's really hard to do, right? And one thing that I tell all of my patients as well is that don't try to conquer the world all yeah. at once. All or nothing, because it'll end up with nothing. That's right. So what I always tell people to do is pick one thing that you know you can do and stick to. If that's going for a 30-minute walk each day, fine, do that. Yes. If it's you know, whatever, whatever that thing is mm. that you know is good for you, and ultimately we all know what's good for us. So if you can choose one thing and go, right, I'm going to focus on that. I feel like the body works in a cycle, right? So if let's just say I decided that I'm going to eat a little bit better, whatever it is. So you're going to eat a little bit better. Then you're going to go, oh, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I'm going to move a little bit more. Okay, so now I'm going to exercise today too. Oh, great. Wow. And then when you get ready for bed, you're like, oh, I'm pretty tired. Like I need to sleep. And then you get this nice, great sleep. And then when you wake up, you're like, Huh, I'm feeling amazing. This is great. So mentally, then you're already in a great state of being. And then you're like, I'm going to keep eating better. I'm going to keep moving my body. And then I'm going to sleep really well. And then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go, yes, another amazing day. Yeah. And it just it, it feeds into that cycle. So if you can get one of those things back on track, yeah. it will certainly help with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But then all it takes is one thing that's not really in that cycle to throw you off yeah and it's very this easy doesn't to work. this isn't for me yeah and it's <laughs> very such. and it's very easy to get in that mindset of oh this is just too much yeah quote unquote like hard work or whatever you want to call it yeah 
But ultimately, you just have to, again, take a step back and go, no, I have control over this, and that's what I'm going mm-hmm. to grab at. Yeah. Eventually, everything else falls into place. Yeah. But once you get in kind of that negative cycle, mm. it's very easy to spiral out of control. Absolutely. And I see that all the time. Yeah. But what, you know, the thing with that is that you said, oh, this is too hard. You know, when, when something goes wrong, it's like, oh, this is too hard. But, but everything's hard. It's hard to do it. It's hard to not do it because you weren't mm-hmm. happy it's when true. you were not doing it. So choose right. hard. And if you can flip that mindset back into remembering that it's going to be hard anyway. Yeah. So. And maybe another way of looking at it is not necessarily that, oh, this is going to be really hard or this is a challenge that I'm up for. I yes, can, so, so spinning it from the negative to more of the positive light. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important is we get away from those, all those negative kind of Absolutely. connotations and words and yeah. we work on, let's look at it from just another light. Absolutely. Well, yeah, because what you focus on grows. So if you mm. focus on the, well, this isn't working, this isn't for me, I'm not yeah. worth it, that kind of thing, that's yeah. what you're going to see. Whereas yeah. if you focus on, you know, you are worth it, you can do it, and there's no reason why mm. you can't achieve everything that you're thinking of, then that's what you're going to yeah. focus on. So, And also, I think the other thing too, and this is what I do every day, is I'm also very thankful for what I have. Mm-hmm. even it's weird sometimes you know if I'm sitting there and I get a message that'll come through like on my phone or computer or something that says oh so and so just booked in with you on Monday at 3.30 and I'm like oh awesome can't wait to see them you know thank you universe yeah universe <laughs> and that's and it's such a nice feeling Aww, to I do that. that so I do that as often as I possibly can and at the end of the day you know it's great and when people come in you know I adjust them and it's such a good crack. And then I'm like, oh, thank you for bringing that one into me. Yeah. Because that's, that's also showing that, you know, I'm thanking them just as much as they're thanking me for cracking up. I love that. I love that so much. And, you know, I'm at your most beautiful clinic ever in mm-hmm. um, Darlinghurst. And it's so stunning here. And you've um, you've definitely achieved a level of success. You probably, mm-hmm. well, we was having a conversation earlier and you know that there's so much more to do, but yeah. I love that you're at that stage, but you still know the importance of being grateful for what mm-hmm. you have. And, um, you know, you, I think that it's very easy, just as we were talking about earlier, to not do those things. And I know gratitude is something that I practice every day and it's so important. Yeah. And it's really a basic to a happy mind, right? It is, that's right. Yeah. It's so that. simple. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. And being grateful for the bad <laughs> things as well. Like being grateful. Yeah. I've got a leak in my apartment. I'm grateful. What is this teaching me? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, at the time, it's really hard to be thankful for something like that. Totally. But, but we can turn the negatives into things that are yeah. like the challenges, is what I mean. I love that. And there's way bigger issues, especially Always. now in the world going on. Always. And so don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just really not worth it. Yeah. I totally agree. I love that. That's a great way to wrap up. I think so too. How would you, have you got <laughs> anything else that you would like to share? Oh, I could keep going on like this oh, for hours. Right? It's great. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, everyone out there uh, listening, please, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. He needs more TikTok followers. More. I want more. <laughs> more. The more people that I can reach, the more people I can help. Yeah. But Sydney-based specifically, because people can come in and see yes. you. And um, maybe just quickly, top three things that you would like people to come to you for, things that you can solve. 
Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, you know, if you're not feeling right, if you just know that something's not quite right, come in and see me. If you're in pain and discomfort and have, have yeah. headaches and stuff, that stuff is never normal. Yeah. It might be common for yes, you, but not normal. But not normal. There's a big choice. difference between common and normal. Mm -hmm. And um, ultimately, if you just want help being the best you that you can be, maybe I can help with that. And, you know, after the first visit, if you're like, no, Dr. Cody is full of shit, I'm never going to see him again. Okay, that's okay, too. At least we tried, right? And, and that's okay. No hard feelings. <laughs> but everyone leaves, like, pretty good. Plus, I've got my dog, Mosby, here. He's in the doorway. And he's, oh, look at him. He's actually, yes, he is in the doorway looking through here like, what are you guys talking about? I heard my name. Um, he's, he's beautiful. So you'll also get a, an amazing welcome when you walk through. Yeah, I can, I can testament to that as well. <laughs> uh, well, I'm super grateful for having you here and for having this conversation. I was um, only saying the other day how incredible podcast conversations are because mm. if we met for a coffee, we would have never gone into this depth. Right? For sure. Yep. <laughs> um, so grateful for your time. Thank you so much. Thanks. And one more time, remind us of your Instagram handles and where people can find you. Yes, so Dr. Cody underscore DC. So D-R-C-O-D-Y underscore DC. And look out very, very, very soon for Stand Tall. So yes. look under the drcody.shop um, and we will get that up and live probably about the next week or so. Uh, and then you can get your very own Stand Tall t-shirt or jumper. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, spreading the message even further. And we'll put all of the handles and the links into the description as well. Awesome. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining me if you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on instagram and facebook at mind health school i'll see you next time